the South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Successfully pretending to be black that he gets white women? Could be. I mean, possibly. Everybody, everybody just kind of stopped there, and was like, "Oh, that, that's fucking woke." That that'll be the that'll be the the finesse of the century. I'll say that much. I don't know. He cuts his hair really short. He has like that mustache. He has those little glasses. But every this is what happens though. People find out that he's scamming on some bullshit. He goes away for a while. Then he starts accusing white people of doing things wrong again. And then he's right back in the spot. Wow, must be is nice that to have that job. Yeah. Right. You um every time every time a white person does something wrong, he starts a GoFundMe. But but for real, like people say he's like wildly finesse people out of their finances and it's not I mean I I believe it, but I mean uh, because a lot of things like that today, you gotta be really careful. it's kinda like um um I I, I kinda honestly feel like there's people out there they pretend to be offended with shit. Yeah. Because because being offended, like, it's like the cool thing now. So, yo, let me tell you a story. Okay. Um, I, I guess it's a good time to introduce the show. South Congress Podcast, episode 41. Oh, my name is Cameron. And I'm my Peanut. man, Peanut. What's up, guys? Uh, our man Lee's in the building. Lee's either doing work or fact-checking or something on the background. Nah, Lee's Peanut. definitely on Pornhub. Which is cool. Just just keep your hands on the table. Let's um, see. He's <laughs> looking at uh, transsexual Latinas and shit. All right, cool. They make those? Yep. Oh. Um... So it's called Boys Town. Wow. So yeah, I guess it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny because the story kind of lends itself to this, right? Yeah. So like a year ago in the group chat, right? We're mm-hmm. having a conversation, and I'm not gonna like out anybody in our group chat, but there's somebody in there, and not just one person, who kind of like ascribes to that idea of if. A transgendered woman were to quote unquote fool me, mm-hmm. and we had some type of sexual experience, and I found out I would get violent, is what the person said, right? Okay. So a year ago, I basically quoted the exact quote on Twitter, and it was something to the effect of, like, if a tranny fools me, like, I'll kill her. Something like that. Now, I'm not saying that's exactly what the quote was, but my yeah. point is, like, trainee came out, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody yesterday was trying to get me banned off Twitter for yeah. using the word trainee. And it, it's crazy because the, the thing was, it's clearly in quotes. If you keep following the mentions, I'm clearly talking about how against anything like that I am. Yeah. Because, like, embarrassment from a sexual experience should not lead to you wanting to kill anybody. Like that's ridiculous. Just take that L and keep your mouth shut. Take that L. And just don't like, don't and don't don't fuck with that person again. Like if that's we all you had do. a friend who went through that, I'm not judging them. Yeah. Anybody can be friends. Like wait, first of all, we have gay friends. Like what are we talking about? Yeah. Like so the idea of love who you love, first of all. But the idea of there's some type of stain on you because you might have been tricked into a sexual experience doesn't change anything about you. You just happen to fuck somebody unintentionally. People get fucked under false pretenses all the time. I'm sure women thought I had more money than I did back when they used to throw me the box. (laughs) (laughs) 
Probably. <laughs> you wake up. <laughs> you have a good night, but you wake up in that apartment with the mattress on the ground. They're like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, three plates. And one of them, uh, Bishop's name is on it. <laughs> <laughs> you've been, yeah, you've been, you've been cammed. <laughs> there you go. That's the new thing. You've been cammed. Yeah, you've been cammed. So nah, man. I guess that was crazy though. Like somebody was actively like, and then the conversation went to, um, so if somebody just used the N word against you, you put it in quotes. I was like, yes. And then I quoted the Hulk Hogan story to them. I was like, no, that's exactly what I would do. Like, the power isn't in the word. The power is in how you use the word. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Exactly. And it's who it comes from is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like, I won't lie about that. Who the word comes from absolutely matters. But I'm, I'm literally talking about how somebody else did something wrong. Like, that shouldn't be an issue. I don't know what that person's deal was. I mean, they felt away, but... Uh, I mean, it, who knows? I, they didn't like follow they, me. It wasn't, you know... They. It's probably one of, those, one of those things where people will pretend to be act a certain way or feel a certain way to get likes it and to get follows seem, and mentions. Because it's not somebody I follow. Like yeah. Because we don't seem to have mutuals. Mm-hmm. It did seem to be a situation where they put um, a negative term, a derogatory term in the Twitter search... And saw what they came up with. It did, did appear to be that. And, you know, like it's, you know. So it's almost kind of like, a, what's the word? Like, a, uh, they, they, use, they use the term. I can't think of it right now. Well, I mean, but it, I, th- I think it really comes with the territory. Like, yeah. we've had really good luck on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, people like the show. People like us. I wish someone would try and get me out of here. I'd tell them to fuck off real quick. Yeah, right? <laughs> I would. But no, people, people people like the show. People like us. People find the things we talk about interesting. Yeah. And so they gravitate towards us. Mm-hmm. Um, and every once in a while, that is going to lead to problems. Yeah. Like there's going to be a person who's a one-off who has an issue with the way we talk about things and the things we say. And I just hope that we always are able to kind of cover our backs. That's not really an issue. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it, it's, it's interesting. We talked yesterday about when we were going to do the show, and you were like, "So, what's on the agenda?" I said, "I don't, I have no idea." We put, um, I put so much into last week's show, man. Um, as far as content goes, as far as the video and the editing, it took a lot out of me. Um, I'm glad we got a good reception from yeah. all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I was so drained. I was like, I haven't seen, you know. Any, I haven't seen news. I mean, I have, but not as in depth as I did before. Um, the first thing I want to do, though, I want to shout out our patrons on Patreon. Flo will get mad at me if I don't pronounce it like that, even though I'm sure it's not pronounced like that. Um, but shout out to Jason and DeQuincy and uh, Craig, Craig and I always forget whoever's fourth. Jeff, of course, right? Oh, yeah. Shout out to those guys. Um, we actually sent them our first Patreon care package. We made a new design based on the uh, <clears throat> Super Nintendo box art. And it's me and Peanut on a on an air couch. And why I say that, <laughs> I showed it to B-Ray. And B-Ray was like, what are y'all sitting on, a flying carpet? I was like, no. We're gravitating <laughs> B-Ray. So, yeah, we sent them out um, stickers of our new design. I want to be um, So, yeah, become a South Congress patron on Patreon. Um, you can 
donate at the $1 level, the $5 level, or the $10 level, and you'll get cool stuff from us and bonus content. And our content is so fucking dope mm-hmm. that you should want the bonus content. Peanut, how are you this week? Pretty good. I feel pretty well rested. Uh, we had a bye week. We're going to close out the season next week, and after that, pretty much everything just kind of uh, frees up because we'll be in basketball. Basketball's not nearly as, I guess, like as uh, time-consuming as like football is, obviously, so... Um, I mean, that's really about it. And the next Saturday is officially my birthday, and then Sunday's brunch. And so we're all going to put our little rings and do the Captain Planet thing. It's going to be dope. Summon um, Peanut out of the earth. Yeah, because Jay, Jay will be in town. Big Jay and Light Skin Jay. All right. Will's going to be in town. Oh, that's awesome. We got to holler at you, man. I, um, I watch VHS. Gotta oh, see yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him out there. Um, so, yeah, it should be a good time. Um, celebrate my man's birthday. Um, my week's been cool. Like, where again, we did this like the night. Uh, we did this the day after I filmed the web series, and that's been really cool. Um, waiting on that to come out. Like, I'm super excited. Like, it's probably not going to be till like January, but Hell, I'm, I'm excited about for it. it. Let me tell you what it did, though. What did What did it do? It it it, it got your boy feeling himself a little bit. Well. I've been, you you've know. been feeling yourself ever since you got you know those SpongeBob muscle arms. So. But it's, it's different. It's different. I'm feeling myself a little bit. I'm taking taking pictures every day. I got I got Peanuts homegirl Crystal leaving work to take pictures of me. Make sure we get the right light, get the right pose. Um, was Crystal, Spider- stop doing that for him, please. <laughs> I was, was Spider Man for Halloween, and um, there was an, there was an interesting reaction to me being Spider Man. I don't think people were familiar with my particular frame, and so you get in the spandex, like oh you thick thick. Like wait a minute, whoa. I do enjoy. A protein pancake every now and again. Oh, you got them baby calves. Wow. There was that too. With baby you calves. Nigga, you niggas Baby calves. Haters. Does whatever a baby calves can. He can lift. He can squat. No, I'm just kidding. So rude. <laughs> so rude. And what's weird is, like, I can squat. I can deadlift. My just, just my genetics are like, we're not gonna. You're a hater, my nigga. I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get in the gym. We're gonna turn the camera on, and you're gonna be so mad when I out squat you, like you're, just you're, super cold as shit. It, you're gonna be it's like, gonna take you, you yeah. can, but it's gonna take you a, a, a smooth three months nah. to build up. No, but no, I don't. It'll be less than that because okay. my, my legs are naturally just really a strong. Smooth two months and three weeks. I would say probably like three weeks. Three three weeks. Yeah. So you think in three weeks I will be able to out squat? I can probably out squat you now. That's what you think? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty confident I can. Lift, okay. no, lift. You'll always have me. Okay. All right. Because you know. So, Mexican Native American jeans. South Congress. That'll be the bonus content. Me and, me and Peanut <laughs> having a lift off. Let's put a poll on that. Yeah, right. Peanut, we are we are in our thirties. I'm not. Like, I'm not having let me, a squat like, let me, competition let me show you with a, you. A picture of my legs and his legs. Please don't take a picture of your legs. <laughs> what is what is happening with hey, this show? That, and my calves. Patreon content. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just dirty photos of Peanut's legs. Uh, I'd say like at the, that's at the three dollar level. Oh God. And that that's with. Squatting, you know, every so often, but if I were to get on it, on it, shoot, you'd go kill yourself. You good now? Have you worked out the testosterone? No. Are you? Hey, so back to, I'm, yeah, I'm no. really feeling myself, though. Like, evidently. Because we went to Wingstop, which I'm mad at Cam. Pluckers, I humbly beg for your forgiveness, because I didn't realize there's, I did not know there's a Pluckers one extra there's exit up. Very yes. Um, and I humbly beg for your forgiveness. You know, for eating Wingstop. Even though Wingstop was okay, but obviously Pluckers and Wingstop, I'm going to take Pluckers all day, every day. Anyway, so we walk in there, you know, Cam, Lee, myself. I'm wearing the official free peanut t-shirt. I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to wear the shirt. 
Walk in there as soon as you open the door. Girl with the, with the pink hair at the register. I really like your shirt. I go, thank you. It's me on it. Oh, yeah, I know. Yes, sir. You good? Oh, yeah, I'm great. I'm this doing great. Peanut. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. I'm now officially the host, so. Peanut says he's the host of the show now because the girl with the pink hair said she really liked his shirt mm-hmm. because he was on his own shirt. Yep. Wear your own merchandise, right? <sighs> I'm not going to be like one of these just take money for advertisers. No. If I fully believe in the product, I will advertise it. I feel like you've said more words in the first 12 minutes of this show than you've ever said on any show. Well, because you don't let me at I times. I don't stop you from saying things. Yeah, at times you kind of cut me off and then, oh, I'm doing my That's not what I do. Film and, yeah, I was in bed without my shirt. Yeah. That's, I, I don't do any of that. Yeah, you do sometimes. That literally doesn't happen. Are you done antagonizing your co-host? Yeah, I think I am now for right now. So anyway, <laughs> my God. Um, yeah, so uh, week was cool. Um, work flew by. Um, I did my civic duty and I voted this week. Good, congratulations. And me being me, I definitely tweeted out a picture of the voting line. And I said, in line to get your bitch ass out of here, Ted Cruz. That was awesome. I, I wanted to screenshot that and put it on. My story and like just highlight your shit out so no one knows. <laughs> Get me out of there. No, no, um, no. I'll say just like 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 uh like cover up your name. No, I understand. Pick. I understand what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I don't Trying want anybody to, to get you know offended and be like, oh my god. Yeah, shut up. I've I've been. I feel like I'm very open about how I feel about Ted Cruz. I've told everybody. Oh no, he's definitely soft. He's definitely I don't pussy. have a backbone. You're pussy. We don't yeah, love him. Yeah, no, he's pussy. Um. So the coolest thing about going to vote, um, my whole like precinct mm-hmm. was like black grandmothers. Oh, nice! Like everybody was a black grandmother. The four ladies at table one, the four ladies at table two, the lady uh, checking IDs, the lady putting us into line, the lady with the marker putting the line through your name. It was all black grandmothers. My man was like, "Yo, you could smell the white diamonds <laughs> from a mile away." <laughs> like, you're crazy, bro. That was yeah, awesome. but it was a cool experience. Um, a lot of people had uh, Beto T-shirts. Um, so I, I mean, and you've seen these numbers. You're allowed to wear political T-shirts at voting polls. Do they you change? Wear that? What the fuck you want? I thought you couldn't wear them in like a voting poll thing. Like you can't wear anything politically affiliated. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there were so many people out there to early vote. Um, so many states have turned in record numbers yeah, well, of early uh, voters. Well, San Antonio, like I was telling Lee earlier, uh, hit, I think, for early voting, they hit over 300,000 voters. That's that's never happened. Yeah. Especially, in, um, you know, right now, like the midterms and stuff. Like, you know, normally for president, that's when everybody really votes. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, midterms, like 300,000 uh, early votes put in. Like, shit, that's a lot. Yeah, I just think that. People really are starting to understand how important voting is because like you see that they're trying to stop people from voting. They wouldn't try to stop you if it wasn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the way things are going in this country, man, the people who are vastly underrepresented, the people who don't have a voice, the people who are being pushed out. I just think that everybody's understanding like, yo, we really got to step up. And change up what's going on here because mm-hmm. it's like oh definitely got to step the game up. I like I know I'm going to be okay. I know you're going to be okay. I think a lot of people because they're going to be okay don't think that they need to to speak up for other people. And it's all about the people who don't have as much as we do. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. all about the people who are getting marginalized because it's like I say about, I mean, it's something we still have going on, but when the whole police brutality thing got jumping off, my point was, I don't think that police inherently hate black people. I think that police know that they can harass black people mm-hmm. and get away with it. I don't think that every police officer is a bad police officer. I think it's definitely a a career that attracts aggressive people who want to to get that aggression off. And I think that because of how black people are viewed um, in the criminal justice system, it's an easy target for them. And my point is, if it's not black people, it's going to be somebody else. You know what I'm saying? If it's not black people, it could be Hispanic people. Well, if, I mean, oh, good. It could be women of any color. It could be the poor. It could be like, I feel like police brutality is one of those things that can happen to any minority. It just happens to be black people are an easy target because you have a big segment of society that won't believe that black people are innocent. Yeah. So once they run out of black people to harass, Who's next? Because they're not all of a sudden, you, you feel what I'm saying? They're yeah. not all of a sudden going to stop being aggressive because they got all the black people out. Like It's not going to fix policing. It's going to be somebody else. So my thing is, like, we're all in this together, man. Like, especially us that are not middle class white men. We are in this together. And that's not saying I got no beef with middle class white men because people are starting to think that I'm like anti white people, like based on things I say. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm certainly not anti white people, but I acknowledge if I see a problem, if I can identify who's at the root of that problem, that's not me being against them. That's me saying you caused the issue. Like we talked about last week with the thing in Pittsburgh, like happened this week with the yoga studio. Yeah, that's crazy. Yoga like, studios aren't even safe anymore. Shit. There are angry. I feel the rent lowering right now as we speak. There are angry, aggressive white men with criminal backgrounds committing terrorist acts. Like, yeah. I, like I, none of what I said is false. No. And that's not me being anti-white men. That's me saying I'm identifying who's causing this problem. Yeah. And we need to address that. But because most people see being a middle class white man as tell a goal (laughs) that's where a lot of people want to that's who they want to be treated like Mm -hmm. it's hard for them to condemn somebody like that's actions but even the funny thing is a lot of them they're getting the shit end of the stick too which i think is funny because it's like um like i have some friends or really quick yeah before you continue they're getting the shit into the stick mm-hmm. and look how they're responding to getting the shit into the stick. Yep. That's the thing. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's, like, it's hilarious because I know people that are in that category that you've uh, just described and they vote, you know, they voted, you know, um, Donald Trump and like, you know, Republican, that kind of thing. And they're realizing like, and I guess they kind of feel like, well, because I voted this way, like nothing's going to affect me. And they're realizing like, you know, now their shit's going to get fucked up. And they're like, well, wait a minute. Like I voted this way. Like mm-hmm. this ain't right. And it's like, yeah, it's it's all about, you know, basically it's kind of like, you know, a lot of these a lot of these politicians, they don't care about, you know, there's some that truly do care about the middle class. But a lot of them, they don't care about 
the middle class they care about the one percenters which here here's a crazy fact i actually um learned on the radio yesterday how much money do you think you need to have to be considered in the top one percent seventy thousand dollars a year oh um or i guess just kind of like like have in general like be worth that's what i meant my bad my bad how much do you like you're worth yeah twenty thousand dollars no the top one percent no, I understand. Oh, yeah. Like, like your your net worth. Yeah. Like assets and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was gonna lowball it, but tell me how much. Uh, I think I heard it was. I want to say it was net worth. I believe um, it was like eight hundred something thousand. Oh shit! Yeah. I figured it would be lower. I thought it'd be a lot higher. Like you'd have to have like like basically like millionaires. Like, I feel like everybody's broke. Yeah. But yeah. So eight hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah, which is crazy. It's a lot of money, dog. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. But I thought it'd be something like like when I think top one percent, I think of like. Your multimillionaires, even like your billionaires. Oh, see, I don't. See, I would say it's lower because ain't nobody got no damn money. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? I mean, so, we but, don't. But, yeah, but, like I was, but no, no, no. Nobody yeah. has money. Like 800000 yeah. is a crazy number. Yeah. Like people with good jobs, if you make $100,000 a year, mm-hmm. you don't have $800,000. Yeah. You might have thirty. You know what I mean? Yeah, like true. It's, it's, it's hard like that. Yeah. Um, it's really crazy. But yeah. So this will be the last show that comes out before... The uh, what is it? The, is it the sixth national voting day? Yeah. It's the sixth. Yeah, yeah. This will be the last show before that. Man, get out and vote. Take that hour out of your job that they give you, that they have to give you. Mm-hmm. Get out there and vote, man. Um, and remember, if you don't have a ride, a lot of services like Uber and Lyft, they're doing heavily discounted or even free rides. Yeah. and there's even programs Uber's doing that, free rides. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of places that are um, a lot of programs that um, if you can't get to the polls, they will gladly take they'll li- gladly give you a ride to the polls so you can vote. And remember, guys, if you're willing to wait in line for for that damn cup of coffee for that new for Red Dead, you know, for Red Dead Two, the club, and you know, the club shoes. Uh, wait in line for yeah. something that is actually going to affect your life. And you will vote. wake up the next day and feel good about yourself. Yes. That, that, that's a big thing. And, so, um, you know, go vote and don't just go on Twitter and bitch about it, you know, for likes and retweets and shit because guess what? That's not going to get the job done. Get your ass out there go vote, and vote. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. No but doubt. Be lame. Peanut, what you got, man? Talk um, to me. Mm, well, recently Halloween just ended. Halloween did end. And a lot of people have lost their goddamn mind. Yeah, man. Like we, I mean, you know, our show mm-hmm. has a little bit of reach. People listen to this. Mm-hmm. We've stressed on this show. I've stressed on social media in the nicest possible way. Like, you can't do blackface. You can't do blackface. And if if you can't wear your costume in a room full of people that look like your costume, you shouldn't wear your costume. Um, mm-hmm. But you got these elementary... Stu- or teachers yeah. wilding the fuck out. In Idaho. In, in Idaho, of all places. So a bunch of teachers got together and thought that it was a good idea for them to dress as Trump's wall. With Make America Great Again scrawled across it. Now listen. How many Mexicans you know in Idaho? Not many, but I'm sure there's a good amount because of the migrant workers. Do you think anybody in Idaho... Has lost their job to an illegal immigrant mm, in Idaho. Probably not, unless they unless they work like you know they're picking vegetables or something like that, which I highly doubt they are. But no, very doubtful. So it's almost like 
people in Idaho decided to be racist for the sake of being racist, mm-hmm. which is what most racists do. Yeah. They just do it for, they do it off the strength. <laughs> they do it for the love of racism. Let and, me see what I can yeah, get away with. Another all on administrative leave. Peanut, those are paid very, admin yeah, leave. That's a very, well, I, I mean, they have to be. Because well, so you can get put on non-paid or unpaid. I'm sorry. It's a, well, you can, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is while they investigate, since they didn't do anything concretely wrong. And when yeah. I say wrong, they didn't like punch a student in his neck. Um, it has to be paid, but still, think about the effort that went into making that. Oh yeah, it, it was very it's a lot detailed. Of work it was very just detailed. To lose it, your you can, you job. can tell that was that was planned. What what is? I don't get it. And I, well, my thing is because I was thinking about this the other day when I was in the shower. Again, I get my best ideas when I take a shower. Are you, I, huh? are you turning this into sexy peanut time? No, 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 I'm not. I because mean, but I felt some like, of the ladies want to. Hey, no, I'm just kidding. I don't like this. I do. No, no, but but seriously, I get my best. I, I do my best thinking while I'm taking a shower. I don't know what it is because even like that's how honestly I passed college was I would study in the shower. Like no bullshit. I would have my review against like the wall and I would study and it worked. But anyway, because um, I've heard these kind of comments kind of thing from people I know and stuff. And ba- basically, a lot of people want to see it as like it's not bad because basically it's kind of like well it's taken after the president this and that and they're trying to use exercise because it's a i guess an important figurehead but it's like no you gotta understand like donald trump is probably no he is the most controversial president we've ever had and the things he says what he does the way how all the executive orders that he's doing you know, basically, he used to talk shit about, you know, President Obama. Oh, well, he's doing executive orders, this and this. This motherfucker's probably done about 13 plus already. And has and he's only been through half of his, you know, tenureship of um, of his first term kind of thing. And like I said, people don't realize he's a very, you know, it's disturbing. Like, you know, he he's like, he's a very offensive guy. Not very intelligent. He says the dumb shit. That he wants to because he knows people are going to listen. And there's a certain people that have a similar IQ that are just going to take and run with it. And that's what people don't understand is like, it's not so much. Yeah, I understand it's the president, but he's a controversial figure. Like, not exact, not exactly the, the, the best person that you would want as a role model. Your man said he wants to eliminate automatic citizenship. For people born here. But he can't. Wait, wait, wait. But let's talk about it, though. Yeah. By that rule, his children would not be citizens. True. Like, I don't think that... Like I said, he's an idiot. And so a lot of people that that voted for him and follow him, they're idiots. It offends me that people refuse to be critical of him because he's who they voted for. Yeah. Like, they don't want to have the conversation. Like, you tell people, like, look, the way that he talks about people, you know you can't talk about people like that. You know you wouldn't talk about people like that. And people are like, he keeps it real. He tells the truth. He says what we're thinking. It's not true. No. He says what he thinks he can get away with because he's never faced real consequences for his actions. Nope. And, and that's, like, I have a problem Entitlement. with Entitlement. Like, yeah, exactly. White I have a privilege. problem with white fucking privilege but but it doesn't exist it doesn't exist apparently it's again 
what white privilege actually is, by, by definition, it's that you can walk into a situation without being prejudged. Like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You can make it through a situation without assumptions being made about you in a negative fashion. And he gets the benefit of the doubt at not being considered divisive or aggressive like an Obama would be if he talked like that. Like, again, Obama had to be uh, the fucking leader of the Harvard Law Review. Trump had to get through college. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that is exactly what white privilege is. You're allowed to do. You doing what's expected is considered as good as somebody else doing what's exceptional. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And he's just a whole ho. And I, I, I'm not going to miss my words. He's a whole entire ho. And he's convinced people that somehow that's him being uh, radical and him being uh, having a good attitude and him being this trailblazer. No, nah, he's just a ho. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, outside of that, uh, what else is going on? We talked about voting. Talk about how y'all's president is a crazy person. <laughs> Yo, tell me about this movie. Oh, this movie. Okay, so this this is how you know it's important when I say, "Hey, you should watch this movie." Because those of y'all know me or know about me that have been listening, I don't really I don't really care to watch movies. I mean, just a lot of the new ones, really, just because I personally like they're all the same. Especially the superhero movies, I'm not gonna watch them. But anyway, so I was on Netflix. Well, I have a bone to pick with you. I don't give a shit. And Travis. Good. You can't talk about what you don't care about on the show. Why? Because I don't talk about what I don't care about when you talk about shit. So? <sighs> about the movie, Peanut. I do what I want. Thank you. Anyway, so like I was saying, so I was on Netflix the other day, uh, took, took a break from playing video games, and came across this movie. It's called My Teacher, My Obsession. And just by when you kind of highlight it, you see like a little bit of like the, I guess a little preview clip. You can tell it's kind of like one of those like kind of fucked up, I guess suspense kind of thriller things. Like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. I'm a teacher. Fuck it. So basically, uh, it's a story about this uh, father and daughter. They move to a town and the father's a teacher. And coincidentally, his daughter um, is a senior. So she's in his class and there's two other girls that are basically they have the hots for the dad one is kind of like your typical preppy prissy you know rich family kind of girl the other one is like your typical i guess stereotypical however you want to call it um basically she's kind of like an outcast you know wears darker colors uh dark nail polish that kind of thing you know intelligent has a hobby of like you know photography and shit like that uh kind of things like that so basically um they both kind of make moves obviously like you know trying to get his attention the uh the prissy one it just kind of does wishes kind of makes to the point but doesn't get all crazy with it the other one who's kind of like the your stereotypical um i guess kind of like social outcast she's the one that's actually obsessed with him and basically takes pictures of him and takes pictures of everybody 
um, basically gets this uh, twist, like manipulates everybody, like her mom, the dad's daughter, the the, the dad to a bit, uh, admin at the school, like like she's manipulating everybody throughout this whole movie, and I'm mm-hmm. just kind of like, holy shit. And basically gets the the prissy girl arrested and the fuck out of there, you know, over some bullshit that she didn't even do. Was that me? It's definitely you. That wasn't me. That's me. Worst fact checker of all time. Keep going, Peanut. Anyway, um, so so basically what happens is that his daughter has a party and they have it at the house and he's upstairs doing work. And so, doing so work. yeah, like basically, like he's grading so he, papers or doing. Oh, work. I thought he was yeah, like, no, no, like, no, no, fuck it. no, no. And okay. so the social outcast makes a way up there, and basically, um, well, actually, he um, before that, I'm sorry, I got too far ahead of myself. The dad, as soon as he moves out, I don't know, I guess how how much of a time span actually went, but I'll say this pretty fucking quick. He actually ends up dating the mother of the social outcast. Okay. And so he goes over, he, he's hanging out a lot with them. You know, basically the, the daughter gets a set up to her, basically um, makes it to her. They got to stay in so she can be around him as well. Okay. And so the first night he goes to hang out, he ends up staying the night. How do we know? The scene the next morning, she goes into her bathroom and he's taking a shower and he's kind of half naked. So obviously he's, he's half naked in the shower? Yeah. Well, he's already kind of drying off. He's wearing shit. water shoes? I don't know. He's he's already drying off. He has a towel wrapped around, and he's completely shirtless. And so she sees him, whatever. And then basically, something happens to where um, she gets she sends a text to her phone, pretending to be the prissy girl. Okay. Saying like, "Oh hey, Mister So and So, blah blah blah. I want you. Like, I want to show you this and this and that, whatever." And so she pretends like and sends it to her mom or whatever or some shit like that or no to his phone. And so basically, um, she sees it. She shows her mom, like, look, look, the kind of person you're dating. The mm-hmm. mom basically is like, get out of here, you fucking pervert. Oh yeah, it was and, a rat. Yeah. And so he's kind of like, what the fuck's going on? And the girl then gets in his truck, talks to him, straddles him, and starts kissing him. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. get off. So then go fast forward to the party. He's up there doing his work, having the party. She goes up there and somehow whatever tries to do the same thing. And then he buys into it. And so they start kind of going at it. And then the daughter walks in and she sees it. Obviously it fucks her up, fucks everything up. Like it, it like it just, just really just kind of it had me cringing and I don't cringe for shit, but that should have me cringing because I guess it's like how easily, this student was able to manipulate everything, including him. And it's just like, wow. Like, and I mean, like, like, and when I described to you, it's like you said, it's real life shit. That's what's happening. Like, that's what's happening. That, that kind of shit's happening. It's absolutely not happening. Well, maybe not in that kind of order. <laughs> like crazy like that. But I mean, okay. As far as like student teacher relationships. Yes. Now, how, now is there mani- mani- uh, manipulation going on? Maybe, maybe not. Can't make I that call. I think that the lesson you have to take from that movie is <clears throat> while this is, a wild movie. Yeah, but very wild. Please don't assume that children are out here plotting to do that to people. Yeah. There probably are, mm-hmm. but not enough to where we should be concerned. Because then it becomes a conversation about, can't trust these little fast-ass girls. And, and we don't want to live in a world where that's the prevailing thought. Yeah, no, Mo- I agree. Most children are okay. Mm-hmm. 
No, I agree. It's just, it's just really fucked up. This is a wild ass movie, though. No, I'm telling you, if you actually watch it, you're going to be like, you should Yo. watch. No, this is a movie called Hard Candy, which Sounds came out stupid. a few years I'm back, stupid. which is really good. Lisey Hard Candy, um, which has. is basically there's this guy who may or may not have sexually assaulted a younger girl, um, and a girl goes to his house and basically abuses the confession out of him. Both physically and psychologically. It's a fascinating movie. Wow. Yeah. He did that shit. I think. But it, it kind of leaves it ambiguous. But it's really good. Um, yeah. What the fuck else did I watch? Uh, oh. So, on Tuesday night, I did the Why So Serious podcast. Mm-hmm. And what exactly is that? So, it's basically... Um, some pop culture, nerd culture. It's nerd an extension culture. of what we do, but it's also comics and TV and, and movies. So um, it comics, was great. TV movies. So first of all, you know, I know what you want to say. <laughs> Hating ass. No, I'm not gonna be rude. You, but you shouldn't be, because people like different things. <clears throat> Peanut. You have to be rude at times, though, just to make the world go round evenly. As I was saying, mm-hmm. um, so I did that show, and I just realized how much I hate you and Travis. Why? Because it's because it's nice to have people who invite you on to do things, and they give you a list of things, and you look at those specific things. Um, so basically, what he's saying is he likes to be in his own little bubble. No, and I, he likes for people to kiss his ass. No, I tell him how great he is. Yes, that, yes, that's what he. That's what yes. he's saying. That's what he equates to. Cameron, the host of the show, no. likes when people follow his show list. Let's do what Cameron wants to do and everybody else. Yes! Eat it up. Wait, wait, wait. But let's step back for a second. Girls, look at his muscles. Get wet over it. Stop. Tuck yourself over him. On Cameron's podcast, Cameron would like to be in charge. That's not wrong. That is wrong. (laughs) That is wrong. (laughs) What is this, North Korea? Absolutely not I didn't wrong. realize. I didn't realize it was an extension of the crown jewel. I'm sorry. Wow. But no, 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 no. So no, but it's not. Here, here's what it did though. It yeah. reminded me how when we used to do fan by fan, how I was like, we would be doing a show, and we'd be talking about like an episode of Flash, and I'm like, yeah, Travis, it's like this scene in this movie that directly relates to this, and he's like, I didn't see it, and I'm like. Motherfucker, why are you doing this to me? So no, it yeah, was, that's different. It was mm, kind of, but I mean, well, with me and you, it's actually different because we literally don't have the same interests. Yeah, like, but, but I mean, but like the stuff we talk about, like we're both knowledgeable and up to date on it. No, no, no. Like, no what, I'm, what I'm saying is like I'm not gonna make <clears throat> the stuff that we talk about. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not to a point where I'll make a reference mm-hmm. and you like don't know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, and it never you. comes up like no, I didn't watch that thing. It's like it, it's different, but but, but no, that was that, more. You have to watch more stuff. I'll say with fan by fan. Um, no, you, you know you do. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm for saying, it to work, you, you have yeah, yeah, to, yeah you, you have, have to watch, to watch the stuff. episodes. Maybe even watch like certain movies to help mm-hmm. connect the the dots. Exactly, exactly. But so so it is different. R.I.P. Fan um, by fan. But it was it was good with them though because it's it's <clears> actually like the biggest thing they do different. It's a four. It's a three man group. Okay. With a guest. All right. So there were four of us. So it was never really like. Everybody has something to the conversation, and I think those guys think I'm a lot cooler than I actually am, which is weird because it's like them. when you get on, like when you see somebody else's show and they have you as the special guest, you're like, no, it's just me. Like, guys, why so serious? If you listen to this, camming shit. No, they, they know. He ain't shit. They, I think they, I think they gathered that up. We actually had a really interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. When did Adam Sandler lose it? Uh, when he started doing family movies. But what's the specific movie? If you had to pick one movie where you would be like. That was it. Who would the movie be? It's funny. 
I would say Mr. Deeds. But Mr. Deeds is actually kind of cool. Oh, it's a very good movie. Yeah. But but the thing is, I think everything after that was just kind of. Well, no. But listen though, on yeah. Mr. Deeds, mm-hmm. he was the straight man. Yeah. Like he wasn't Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Waterboy. He was a straight guy. So to me, he did the least amount of work in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, everybody else is good. He's just kind of there. But Click, I still haven't finished Click. I told them on the other show, I I, I cut it. I fell asleep on the first Click, and it never clicked again. No, it wasn't a very good movie. I, I did watch it the drive through one time. <laughs> I feel like there's a bigger story here. Well, no, nah, not really. I, I didn't get the yams during Click. So let that would have been cool, you. but you know. So you went to the drive through right? Uh-huh. So after the movie, when you put your hand on the steering wheel, did it slip off? Mm, maybe. Maybe it didn't. You definitely finger-banged. No, I, I didn't. No, I honestly didn't. Lee. Do you believe he didn't? I had too many snacks, and I was actually watching the movie. There you go. See, Lee, Lee knows what's up. You definitely. I'm not you. Chick at the drive-through. I wouldn't finger bang a chick at the drive-through. No, you'd probably do it out in the parking lot. Nah, because the windows are up. My car smell. <laughs> car smell like come oysters. Come back to no, Come back to the oysters. Come, please. Okay, we're back Seaweed. to the Seaweed. Um. Yeah. Other than that, man, I'm kind of. I, I can't stress how often like I'm like really go out and vote like really mm-hmm. go do the shit. Um, it's very important. Um, all we got what we got coming up this week. Um, we have your birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. Your birthday is a week from today. Yep. Um, but I'll be in San Antonio for that. Yeah. Um, we didn't get to do the Halloween party because things. Um, because things. Yes. Um, and so you know we're reconvening next week. Mm-hmm. This should be cool. Um, oh yeah. I don't, I don't really have anything, man. Like I'm, I, I got work coming up. Um, these kids are actually pretty good this week, so I like them. Um, oh no, there, there's something I want to talk about too, but it kind of annoys me. It's more of annoying than anything. What grinds your gears, Peanut? What, what grinds your gears? Peanut? What's grinding my gears? It's been grinding my gears for a while, actually, for okay. years. I just, I guess, now that I have the platform to kind of talk about it. All right. So little league, whether it's whatever sport it is, okay. I guess mainly with football. I think that's where it kind of really annoys me because football to me is like my most. Football is your most. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was kind of distracted. Um, yeah. Uh, it's pr- probably like, you know, my most favorite sport to coach, to watch, you know, that kind of thing. So that's kind of why I guess it annoys me the most of this. So whenever I'll go home and uh, visit, you know, my folks and whatnot, normally my Saturday morning ritual, I get up and go get some breakfast tacos. Okay. Obviously. Never fails whether it's um, whether it's on the corner of a uh, you know either Petranco or Calabria, right by six and four. Never fails. There's always some random families trying to raise money for Pee Wee Super Bowl. We're going to Florida. Oh, we're going here. We're going yeah. that. And my thing's like, okay, these kids are like nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. They're not going to remember anything that they've learned during football. You know. Why you know, and more than likely they're blocking when the, when the offensive line like when they block like for example, I guarantee you that they're not taking a zone step. They're not pulling. Okay. They're they're not they're not taking like you know correct footwork. They're literally just blocking the person in front of them. Which, uh, in from middle school level and up, if you do that, you'll find out really quick that it's not going to work, and your team's going to lose really bad. So I think, like I said, to me, it's just really annoying that. Why can't these little leagues just, like, especially with football, just play maybe six, seven games, take them to Peter Piper afterwards, if you're that serious about wanting to keep their interest, and just call it a fucking day? 
Why do they need to go all over the state and then go across the country to play in a game to where they're going to look like total shit? They're not blocking correctly. They're not tackling correctly. You know, the score the score is going to look like a high-scoring NBA game. Like, why are you going to spend all this time and energy and money to take these kids all the way across the country to play in a game that really has no true value on their future? And honestly, what it, what it comes down to at the end of the day is the, the one, what I've seen in the seven years I've been doing this, the, the kids that are the most successful in football are the ones that have that killer instinct. Okay. Coachable. And have football savvy. Okay. And a lot of those kids, and it, it doesn't, like I said, playing Little League obviously does help, but it doesn't mean that because you play Little League that you're going to be like the star of your middle or high school. I've seen plenty of times where these kids, these parents that come up, you know, why isn't my kid starting? Like they, when they play Little League, they're a starter and, you know, they know how to do this and this. And, well, we play this coverage. Well, my kid knows how to play man. Okay, I don't play man here because mm. man's a stupid fucking coverage, <laughs> especially if we're not fast and yeah. you're not football savvy. It's a stupid fucking coverage. Yeah. Like if we're going to look like the Longhorns and give up like 800 yards passing against West Virginia, you know, and have no safety help over the top, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, whatever. Common sense, right? So my, my thing is like, you know, why, what, when, did, when did we get into this mindset, especially for little kids, that it's all about winning instead of having fun, learning how to be social, and basically just like working together to achieve a goal. Like, when did that change? Something that always got me that I, I don't, I still don't understand, mm-hmm. is how everybody goes to nationals. Exactly. And what I mean by that is, if it's nationals, there should be like one or two nationals. I feel like there are fifty-eight different nationals. Yeah, there's different. Exactly. That's um, what I'm talking about. There's different I, brackets. I, yeah, I really think that. And I'm I'm one for participation. I'm mm-hmm. one for competition. Exactly. But I do think that it's way too segmented, mm-hmm. um, and that we learn more by the less people who can do it, the more valuable it is to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't be like everybody can't win. Exactly. And everybody's winning. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you get to your level or the next level, it's this culture shock. And these parents are left with the bug eyes trying to figure out why their kid who is just at Nationals Division 96 can't <laughs> succeed in public school. Yeah, can't succeed in, in 5A, 6A football. 5A, 6A. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't understand what, like what was translated, but they were sold a bullshit bill of goods by a little league coach or an AAU coach who yep, exactly gassed their players mm-hmm. and gassed their pocketbooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's and that's exactly what I tell uh, some of my kids because they're like, oh yeah, I play AAU this and that. I was and I tell them AAU is not the same what it was twenty some years ago. Mm-hmm. Like kids, one for basketball, they don't play a defense in AAU anymore. It's literally. Just a shit show of just kids who are basically the stars, or I guess the quote unquote stars, like the main players. It's like a showcase for them. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It, it's not. It's not true basketball. Like true basketball competition. Like there's there's public school teams that could beat these AAU teams like easily at the gym by 20, 30 points, like no problem because they play two way basketball. They're fundamentally sound, and they're basketball savvy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're not just, okay, I'm just going to shoot a three. I'm going to be like, you know, Steph Curry, which, you know, Steph Curry got really good, great at sh- shooting threes, Clay Thompson, all of them, and I'm proud of him. You know, get your money, you know, do your thing. But these kids got to understand, like, not all of them going to be Steph Curry. But And it, it, it goes back uh, to the football. I, um, one time I did see, because Adam coaches Little League. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he still does or not, but I know he was coaching like Pee Wee. It was for a team, I think, out in the like Buda Hayes area. Mm-hmm. And they had a playoff game out in uh, San Antonio. I think it was about a year, I think it was like about a year or two ago I went. They had a playoff game in San Antonio against like a team from uh, the Westlake area. And it was just nuts. Like and like these are like nine, ten year old kids. Okay. So there's gonna be a lot of mistakes. Like, you know, and, and again, it, it's a shit show. It doesn't matter if you're from Westlake or Lake Travis or Concord de la Salle, you know, California out in that area. Like, it doesn't matter where you're from. If you're 9, 10 years old, you're not going to fully understand the mechanics of whatever sport it is you're playing. And, I mean, these parents are going nuts and they're yelling and they have these goddamn, like, you know, um, cowbells and, you know, they're booing the refs for certain calls and this and this. And, yeah, my kid's a star. Look at that. And it's like, okay, but this is a huge shit show. Like, they're not blocking correctly. Like, it's just kids, like, literally just... The ball snapped, and everybody's just okay. You're in front of me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch you. Uh-huh. And I mean, like I said, it's bad. But and it's kind of like you said. There's so many nationals, so many of this, and the parents they freak out and they look at us like, well, you don't know what you're doing, and and that's why a lot of these parents today they put so much stock in these like, like you said, these AAU teams, these travel quote unquote travel teams. Um, you know, so much stock in them versus like your public school or private school coaches that have actually you know, crafted the sport. They've actually studied it. They've, um, you know, gotten experience, whether through playing or studying under somebody. And, you know, to me, like, it's, it's just crazy just seeing all that. You know, it's, that's just kind of annoyed me, which I guess kind of turns into, I guess maybe one last thing we can talk about, the Maryland situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those unfamiliar, um, during the off season. Uh, a Maryland player, University of Maryland, College Park, died in practice. His body temperature was 105 degrees. Ooh. So basically, you know, a lack of fluids and water. Um, Heat stroke, yeah. Yeah. So they ran an investigation on the coach, DJ Durkin. They determined that it wasn't a quote-unquote toxic culture and decided to retain him. Mm-hmm. And then the next day they decided to fire him um, based on basically, you know, public public backlash um now how i feel about it and you and i talked about this beforehand yeah i i do believe that you should stand firm on the decisions you make however i think this was an outlier because if you want to retain the coach um you also have to think of when i get in front of players when i get in front of their parents when I get in front of these single moms and single dads who have never had somebody in their family go to college, um, might be parents of only children, um, when I get in front of them and I say that my school is the best place for your child to come, if they can reference that a kid died in practice under your watch, what does that do to your ability to recruit? It definitely shoots it down yeah, quick. Yeah. I think that, like, I understand, like, you talked about Tim Tebow saying that they should go firm with their decision. They shouldn't let social media influence these things. This is a time where you have to. Because I honestly think that you could be looking at the death of a program 
Because mm-hmm. if you have kids who walked out of his meeting, players at the school now who walked out of his meeting when he tries to talk to them, those are kids who believed in him. So somebody who's never met him, I, I think you make the right decision in the first place. And I don't have a problem with you going back on a bad decision, but it does make you look bush league as hell. Yeah, I mean, like like the the, the chair was at the board of regents. They resigned too. Um, but one thing I, I saw was interesting. I was because I was watching this because um, at our at our school, we somehow managed to get a, a TV in the office um, and also have the fire stick going. So we have ESPN for sure. Like that's you know we'll have that playing pretty much throughout the day in the office. And so on my conference, I'll watch ESPN. And there's some show. Um, I can't even think of what it is, but I just know it was. A, there's like a panel. There's like four of them. It's like two men and two women, and they were talking about the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the points brought up was like basically what one of one of the one of the hosts on the show. She was saying that basically, like when it comes to sports, that you shouldn't be demanding like so much from these kids. And my thing was like, well, yes, you should because number one. No matter what program you enter, like, and this is where I guess I play devil's advocate with that. Like, my only thing to that is like, and I know a a lot of things where uh, DJ Durkin, he might have been tough on him. He Mm might have said some things, you know, and I understand that. And there's no excuse for that. But you got to understand, no matter what program you enter, whether it's Navy, Army, Air Force, Maryland, UCF, Citadel, you're playing for the national championship every year. You're trying to compete for the national title. So there's automatically going to be pressure, not only on the coaches to perform, but also on the players. And things are going to get tough. You're going to be told some things that might not make you feel so happy. Mm-hmm. It's still a tough and, thing. Yeah, it, like I say, it's a tough thing. But as long as it's not demeaning, like if it's demeaning, then yeah, obviously, yeah, get up, walk out. But if it's something like, you know, basically again after you because maybe you messed up and they're trying to show you to correct it and you feel a certain way and you want to pout that's where i'm like you know what you can go ahead and walk out take your scholarship with you kind of thing mm-hmm. because unfortunately a lot of that's kind of like what i've seen today a lot of tune our cultures a lot of these kids they want to be gassed up they want mm-hmm. to be told like you're great you you don't mess up you're doing wonderful like they don't want to hear like you know hey get your head in the game like you know what are you doing like you know you're supposed to do this like they don't they, like kids don't want to be criticized yeah absolutely and you know, like I said, again, at the end of the day, you got to understand all these programs, they're all competing for the national title, even though we know ha- more than half of them won't even have a damn shot. After week one, their shot for competing is over. 80% of them. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Like, you know, like Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. they're competing for the national title. But guess what? After week one, they're already out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. Like, I don't, I don't want to sound ugly. I don't sound rude. But that's just the reality. And so, like I said, it's really interesting I mean, it's really interesting, but yeah, obviously, if a kid dies under your watch, and if it's if certain precautions are not taken, then yeah, you should have just gotten rid of him immediately instead of just okay, we're gonna keep him the next day. Oh, sorry, goodbye. Yeah, but I think the interesting thing is, I guess what I want to know, I guess the next thing is, does he sue? I mean, he should. <laughs> I mean, I like think he, he should. should. I, I think I think he'll have a good shot of winning. Yeah, and I and you know what? I hope he gets enough money to go away. Um, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. because seriously, like I, I don't know if I'm sure he'll probably coach high school now at this point. Yeah, but he just like you know they say everybody deserves a second chance. Yeah, no, they don't. 
<laughs> and I'm not I'm not even saying he doesn't. What I'm saying yeah. is that's not something that's owed to people. Yeah, definitely. And this I agree. is the type of thing where if this happens and players react to it, if they love you and they believe it was an accident, they'll treat it like an accident. It's not how they treat it. No. You know what I'm saying? So so there's more going on than than just that. Mm-hmm. Um again, they did they determined it wasn't toxic, but they didn't determine it was a positive situation. So yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of thing. It's kind of like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I guess the next question, I guess let me ask you this. So you talk about player reaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. And obviously they felt a certain way. They're walking out of meetings, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Could it be that, okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think like they really felt a certain way or do you think that maybe they're... No, never mind. That's a stupid question. No, I know. I know what you're asking. Yeah, and I, I, I I'm always gonna side with the employee. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you're not wrong, but me yeah. personally, mm-hmm. I'm always gonna side with the employee. Yeah, whoever has less power, I'm going to believe them nine times out of ten. Yeah, so I mean that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so and I could be wrong. I, I could very well be wrong. Um, let me say one more thing before we get out of here. Okay. We have a friend mm-hmm. who I love dearly, who I think the world of. Yeah. Who we had a bit of a disagreement, a bit of a tiff. And during the tiff, he felt the need to say, I know I'm wrong because I'm white. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Okay. Is that what I think it is? Yeah. And I love yeah. him to death. Oh, yeah. yeah he's awesome. Is, yeah. Good guy. You're not wrong because you're white. You're wrong because your ass was wrong. <laughs> Being white was like the fifth bad thing. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, white people are just fine. Um, yeah, but own your shit. That's all it is. Own your shit. There, there, there are things that all of us have, um, and this isn't about him anymore. Yeah, um, there are things that all of us just, have just done in general. Wrong. Yeah, there are things that represent us, and they're not always the most positive of things. And if if you hearing that you're part of a a group who may be represented negatively, represent yourself better. <laughs> Asshole. Oh. My mother's having surgery on Monday. Is she? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hip. So, she's okay. Okay. I hope she comes back real strong. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to kick her a little next time I see her. Wow, don't do that. Just a little bit. That's messed up. I just want to make sure the hip's strong. What It'll if, be fine. What if it loses her ability to make the 7-Up Pound Cake? <laughs> You selfish piece of shit. I hope, I, hope <laughs> I hope your leg's okay so you can still cook for me. My God. No, not that, but I'm just saying that that's a real – That's a. she's definitely perfected that craft, and I'm sure Miles would agree too. Mom, I love you. Yes. Um, best of luck in your surgery. Yes, um, good luck. I'm sure it'll go fine. Everybody loves you. We'll be it'll thinking be about you. Cameron might not, but I will. <sighs> Guys, this is South Congress Podcast, episode 41. Uh, be sure to 41. follow us. Yeah, it's 41. Is it? It is. Oh, shit. Okay. I think you've been rocking like 25 episodes. crazy. Actually, almost 30. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on all that good stuff. Um, Instagram, Twitter, it's Seahawk, C-E-E-H-A-W-K. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at South Congress Podcast. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at South Congress, always South Congress with a K. Peanut, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, uh, SK underscore Peanut, P-E-A-N-U-T. You can find me on Instagram, Coach underscore Tristan, T-R-I-S-T-A-N. And you can find me on PlayStation Network, IT1005, as well as Snapchat as well. Asking people to play with you is crazy. 
if they, if they got video games, they got ESO or Warface or anything. Hey, I'm down to play. Guys, last but not that is. least. Um, oh, wow. I had a thing. And I lost it. Oh, 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 here it is. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, Cameron. Oh, Hawkins, please. Yes, Just like please. the name sounds. Um, if you want more South Congress video episodes, subscribe, hit like, share it with your friends. Get the word out. We're real fun to look at, I've heard. Um, and who knows if this thing gets really big and, you know, we get more. Pause. Yeah, pause. Uh, we get more patrons, like the $10 level. I'll probably start doing uh, customized little shout outs to you in videos and. Send them to Cam and Cam can get them to you guys. Thanks, Tyrone. South Congress Podcast, (laughs) episode 41. He's still salty about it, by the way. He's Peanut. I'm Cameron. And we're out. Goodbye. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress Podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. (laughs) 